Welcome back to Action Action. It's October. We're working through horror movies. This week we watch Resident Evil. Uh, so guys, it's October. We're back. This is the second to last uh, episode of the month. We're recording this a little bit early. How are you guys dealing with October? You guys, I know Dustin, you're getting your your horror movies in. Yeah, what are you at? Like forty now? How many? How many have you watched? <laughs> I, I slowed down a little since uh, since we spoke. You know, curtailed my mental illness a little. <laughs> I think I've only watched like a few more since then. Oh yeah. Uh, but I watched one called Trick or Treat last night. The tri- not, not Trick or Treat, Trick or Treat, uh, not Trick, trick or Treat, or treat from okay. nineteen eighty six. This is a movie about a teenage metalhead gets bullied in high school. His favorite heavy metal singer dies in a fire. And then as a gift from the local DJ, he receives the unreleased album from his uh, favorite heavy metal band. Uh-huh. And he starts listening to it and there are bas- ma- back masked messages on it. And when he plays them backwards on his turntable, they're like specifically messages to him from this guy, like from beyond the grave. Oh, nice. And then uh, this guy sort of like teams up with him using his like ghostly powers to like get back at the bullies. But then, you know, things start going out of control because he's like using these energies from killing people to like resurrect himself on Halloween night when his album will be played on the local stage. (laughs) This sounds awesome. (laughs) It was pretty good. It didn't have enough like good gory kills in it, but it was really amusing for all the plot reasons and stuff. But uh there was one good kill when this girl is like listening to her Walkman and his music starts playing on the Walkman. And for some reason, she starts slowly undressing herself. And then she like dies and her ears are like melted to the headphones when her boyfriend like takes the headphones off her head. It's like goop coming out. That was the only real good kill I thought in the movie. But but uh, it was pretty entertaining in a cheesy way. Nice. <laughs> Combined a lot of my loves into one one thing. Yeah. Cool. James, you don't like you don't really like horror movies, do you? I don't mind horror movies. No, I just never really watch them. I never. I think re- a movie like that, I would, I would definitely watch that. But it's just finding time to watch it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I I haven't really had much time to do any real horror watching like I want to. Um, I'm excited for this Friday. We're recording this on the tenth. Uh, Gareth Evans' new movie comes out. We know him, obviously, from The Raid um, on this podcast. But he's split from uh, making action movies, and he's gone into kind of a mystery horror thriller film uh, with The Apostle. It's a new Netflix movie that comes out. Oh, yeah. Uh, It stars uh, Dan Stevens. Oh, yeah, from, like, The Guest and stuff like that. Uh, Yeah. And uh, what's it about? I... It's about this, uh, so I've only watched one trailer one time, but it's about uh, this woman who goes to this cult, and this is like in the, I don't know, turn of the century, I think, and uh, I think Dan Stevens is like hired to, like, he's like a detective or something like that, and he's hired to like infiltrate and like find out what's going on, and all this fucked up shit happens (laughs) in it, so I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, I'm surprised. I don't. Mm. I don't think I heard about that somehow. But I did watch the Netflix horror movie from last year, The Ritual, which I ended up actually liking quite a bit. It had. It doesn't have like the greatest reviews from people. I mean, it has like seventy percent on Rotten. I Twitter. was really excited. I saw the trailer and yeah. I was really excited to watch it back when. But it. It. So I don't know how you guys deal with this. We've never really talked about it. But like, how do you guys deal with ratings? Because I read an interesting article. I think it was on Slash Film. It was like um, we need to change the way we review movies when you uh when he when this author wants to watch a movie he looks at he's like time is short so you can only watch so many movies so you have to have some kind of guideline right so when it's like a drama he doesn't watch anything under 90 percent. and if it's like an action movie he doesn't watch anything under like 70 percent or something like that but when it's a comedy he doesn't look at them oh yeah yeah i find that comedy ones are the ones that are most or at least like the most difficult to like reconcile what the whatever the score is to what I might actually think about it. Well, yeah, because it's very particular to right an individual what you find funny. I think action movies kind of slip somewhere in there too, like into 
They can. Like we we definitely have a soft spot in our hearts for more action movies than I'd say the general person would. Yeah. A lot of the time. Probably. I mean, my love of face off. <laughs> right. You and a whole lot of other people. Fuck, it's a great movie. You guys are dumb. <laughs> but anyway, it's hard. It's when it comes to horror movies, like how much how much weight do you put into what ratings are? Yeah, that, horror is an, yeah, horror is another one where I'm not always sure. I mean, like I don't know, like stuff like The Nun, for example, that movie came out this year. I think it had pretty good reviews. I can't recall. No? Not a bad one? Horrible. No. But the audience fucking loved it, right? Like, they ate mm-hmm. it up. So, it's hard to say. I don't know. I don't um, know if I'd trust ratings with horror movies. Yeah. Like, critical ones? Yeah. Um, yeah. Unless unless there's, you know, a critic that's specific to horror movies. Well, so and, then- and not just... They'll give you the rating, but they can tell you why maybe a particular person would like that particular movie. Yeah. But Not then, just say it's a piece of shit. Yeah. The, so The Nun's got a 26%. Okay, on, so it did a pretty bad. Yeah, and it has a 41% audience score. So that's pretty bad, too. That is bad, but it made a fuck lot of money. Yeah, well, they all make lots of money on the first week. Not just the first week. I think it made... Well, anyway, it doesn't matter. But maybe it was a bad example. But um, Well, how about you have come up with a good example? Well, I think it did actually make quite a bit of money that movie, but I don't know. Like, there's, I'm just going by what I see online and stuff, and like certain like message things I'm on, and there's always people praising things like that. I'm like, oh, really? Because that looks like total shit to me. <laughs> yeah, whatever. well, I I think um, another movie that I'm really excited about that I haven't watched yet. I'm kind of like holding up. I, I think I try to like save all my horror movies to watch near more near the end of the month is uh, Hold the Dark. Yeah, does that count as a horror movie? I, I want to watch that. I don't know. Sure. It, it f- I don't know anything really about it. I've, I've seen one trailer for it. It, it falls into the... I mean, it, it looks spooky. It looks like some fucked up shit happens in it. But I mean, it doesn't have very good reviews. I mean, it's like a 67% Rotten Tomatoes, 31% audience score. Oh, yeah. Now, I love no, when that? the audience score is bad. Yeah, it usually means I'm going to like it, yeah. probably. <laughs> audience score bad means, like... Not always as a rule, but often it means, like, oh, okay. That means I'm, maybe I'm going to like it. Yes. Yeah. My goal was also watch Mother this this oh, October, yeah. oh, which okay. I haven't seen yet. I don't know if I'd count that as a horror movie either. It certainly has some aspects that you could argue that it's a horror movie. Uh, I didn't care for that movie. You didn't much. care for it? No. Yeah. So you were like everyone I thought it was else. A pretentious wank fest. <laughs> I don't know. It definitely has interesting things in it. I th- I think it's worth watching one, at least once. But uh, I didn't really like it. Uh, it kind of pissed me off. It's, I don't know. I understand. <laughs> you watch well, it. it. You watch it and get it's back. Darren to Aronofsky. Yeah, who I normally like. Other okay, well, I didn't like Noah either. But so you've liked two of his. No, I liked three. No, uh, Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream. Hi. Hi. Um, the Wrestler, Fount- The Fountain. Oh, The Fountain. That's right. That's the one I couldn't think of. Black Swan was my favorite movie of the year that came out. Black Swan's really good. I'd like to revisit it, though. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Requiem for a Dream's like the best movie I'll never see again. <laughs> yeah, that's a movie that I never feel like watching. It's again. the movie that we always <laughs> talk about, like, whenever I I talk about movies, like, talking to my wife or anybody else. Like, oh, yeah. Here's a great movie I will never, ever watch again. I think from a technical viewpoint, and he did a lot of really cool things in that movie, but just like looking back at it in my mind, like I feel like, oh, it's like a really overwrought like melodrama. Oh, yeah. But uh, but like an interesting movie that showed where he could go and do other things. So I don't know. But Black Swan, I fucking love. I got to watch that again. It's hard. It's hard to fit all those movies in. Yep. <laughs> Even Shit. for me, and I try. Yeah, I was talking to somebody. We need to get to our actual movie that we're going to talk about. But I was talking to uh, somebody at work, and they don't watch movies at all. Yeah, they have no interest in them. And uh, I was like, "Oh, how can you have no interest in them? <laughs> they just find it's them." It's like when people are like, "Oh, I don't like music." <laughs> yeah, like they just don't like movies, and they don't see anything I don't know 
Well, like some of the younger people I work with now, they don't really seem to watch much movies either. Yeah, it's a lot of they old. don't have. I think they don't have like the attention spans. Oh, uh, like, get the fuck out! No, of here. I'm serious. You, you sound like an old off. person. <laughs> they serious. I'm serious. I you sound like one of those old people. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> well, I am one of those <laughs> old people. You're talking about those goddamn Generation Zs or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. There's some of them are just like, oh yeah, I don't care about movies. Like kids these days, I don't right? Want, I don't like. They just you know, I can't, they can't pay attention for the length of the movie. They can't pay. Maybe they got too much shit going on. In their life right now. They're Maybe. waiting for the new Transformers movie. <laughs> that's what they're waiting for. Well, that's like four or five hours long right there. <laughs> like, well, you know what felt like four or five hours? Resident Evil. Let's listen to the trailer right now. Go ahead. Deep underground. In a top secret research lab, security has been breached. A deadly virus capable of contaminating the entire world has been released. Oh my god. We have to get out of this building. Who's that? It's the brakes! It's okay, we're here to help. Now, an elite team has been sent in to stop it. Five hours ago, Red Queen went homicidal. Who's the Red Queen? State-of-the-art artificial intelligence. The corporation's keeping a few secrets down here. But they have only three hours left before it begins infecting and mutating the whole human race. So, James, Resident Evil 2002, Paul mm. W.S. Anderson, our favorite Paul Anderson. Am I right, Dustin? <laughs> hey. yeah, this is the guy that made Magnolia, right? Wrong, wrong Paul. Oh, that's the wrong Paul. That's Paul Thomas Anderson. Oh, P.T. Also, not to be confused with PT. Wes Anderson. Wes Anderson. Do you think he is actually the same person as Wes Anderson? Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> what if they're all the same they're person? They're all the same person. They've all made all these movies. Yeah. That'd be... You'd have to give it up. Oh, then they would be a true auteur, <laughs> I think. Well, I mean, two of the Andersons are auteurs. Yeah. And one uh, of them is... one of them is Paul W.S. Anderson. One of them is Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> he gave us this movie. So, James, what made you pick this? Um... I thought it was better than it was, but I just thought it was a good horror because it was, uh, from what I remember, because I haven't seen it since it came it was out. New. Yeah. yeah. Um, that it was kind of like a horror, like a zombie kind of. Yeah, it's a horror action. Yeah, kind of so. You kind of get that. It fits in the theme of what we're so, going for this month. So, and we've already done Blade, so. <laughs> We've already done Blade. <laughs> Couldn't pick, but you could have done Blade too. Well, yeah, I could have, but more Blade. More, that's what it's called. Blade yeah. two, yeah. more Blade, more, more Blade. blade. <laughs> two is actually the good one. That's the Guillermo del Toro, del Toro one. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's why I picked it. Yeah, three is called Blade Thundercunt. I think. <laughs> Close. <laughs> is that not? Now I think I've only seen, like I've seen this one. Uh, previous to this but i've seen the second one i think have you seen any of the other ones i've seen all of them okay. including the sixth and final one which so, came out this so, came out earlier or maybe it was last year i watched it earlier I've seen, this year this is the only one i've ever seen so which one is the best one this one this one seriously by a lot <laughs> holy i thought maybe you know one in there would be better <laughs> no I don't think so. It's not cheese I mean, man or wine or whatever. Like it doesn't it doesn't age well. <laughs> it's very two thousand and two. This movie, like, very in a lot so. of ways. Yeah, I think this this movie, like, for all of its faults, really encapsulates two thousand two in a positive way. Actually, <laughs> a positive way. Yeah, like I'm I'm I did not like this movie that much. Uh-huh. Um, I think I have a little bit of a soft spot for it because of when it came out. But yeah. It actually does 2002 a lot of justice. How so? Things are not nearly as bad as they po- they could have been. <laughs> they guess. didn't they didn't push the CG. Yeah, although that, although what is in there is, it is, bad, is terrible. But they didn't push the CG. Did you guys watch this on Netflix? Yeah. No, I forgot it was on there. Uh, so it didn't push the CG as bad as it could have been. It didn't try to like. I need a term for this, like where something futures 
us. Like it, it like it, like like future technology in a movie. Yeah, like one of my know. biggest pet peeves. Oh yeah, they didn't go overboard with that. They did not go overboard with it. They stayed. They stayed Is it in their supposed lane. to be in the future? I always had the impression that it was supposed to be like at least in the slight, slightly in, in well, the future. I think it's supposed to be in the future based solely on the. Th- the technology, like the fact that they're creating these things, they have this underground hive. Right. Like they this, never actually specify, you know, that it's supposed to be in the future or whatever, but it feels like it. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, one thing I do like that this movie does is the way that it shows the schematic of the underground city below Raccoon City. The hive thing, the hive, yeah. I like that. I like that they do that, and they kind of check in of like where they are on the map and stuff. That's kind of fun. I thought it's very, but it's also falls in line with the. Okay, so first of all, this is a video game. If anybody doesn't know that, right? If yeah, yeah. yeah. Which I never played the game. Under a fucking rock. I no. I I, oh, you never played the original. Hold on, I retroactively played one of the games, and it fucking sucked. Oh, which one did you play? I don't remember. A sucky one. So Mm -hmm. no. Four. Okay, four. The game. Four. The fourth one is fucking terrific game. And they've like they keep putting it out on newer systems because it's so good, but I played the originals and I loved them back in the day. And uh, me and like Dan and Andy were super into the originals, so we went to see this in the theater right. and we're stoked on it. And we actually thought it was like decent because it actually called up a lot of things from the game and stuff. But uh, and then so then we actually went to like the next two of them in the theater together as well. And then it kind of died off, but for some reason I kept watching them on cable as they came out. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't believe that you don't watch the Purge movies, but you watch these movies. Yeah, I think it's just because we had started that sort of tradition of watching them, and so I I didn't like go out of my way to watch them. But when I'd see them on cable, I'd be like, okay, I haven't seen this one yet, I'll watch it. Yeah, and then it would be like really fucking bad, <laughs> and then I'd watch the next one in a couple of years when it came out on the cable. So th- I think that part of the thing is that this movie's. The movie is incredibly disjointed and slapped together in a lot of ways, but like they try to like bring that video game element in where they like periodically like zoom out. Yeah, and there's and like they, weird there's weird action shoot like the way they shoot the actions. But yeah, weird. and they the way that they um, shoot the scenes from the uh, video cameras, like the the oh, security yeah. cameras. Yeah. But I appreciate the fact that they don't try to make them. The super enhanced, like the, the the human characters. No, that when they shoot the video, like the the, the security shit, like cam shots, right? Yeah. They're not these incredibly like, detailed where they keep enhancing something, like enhancing. Oh, yeah. It keeps getting, <laughs> like it's it's kind of the shitty reality of not being uh, that the great. Time. Yeah, and that's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. I, they could have just shot it with actual video. Like, yeah, actual, actual cameras, yeah, yeah. and it would have been believable. And it wasn't even like, yeah, it doesn't even actually look terribly good if it's supposed to be like the future, the cameras. But but let's uh, get. I think we should get really get into the what the plot of this movie is. Yeah. So I think James, why don't you run this down? This is your movie. So something happens at the beginning where um, the disease has been, I guess, stolen, and then the, the laboratory is contaminated which then sets off this series of events and you get introduced to the main character who can't remember anything. Yeah. And and then it's just a series of falling like this, I I guess like special forces team down to the secret underground lab. Yeah. To contaminate or contain it all. Yeah. So what you have is you have pretty much the introductory of, uh, of a laboratory. You don't know where it is in time. Or space, pretty much, like, as far as, like, where it is on the Earth. And you find it later, it's, like, seven stories below or something like that. Yeah, it's, like, a below-ground huge facility. It just seems like a typical science lab office-type building. People are going about their everyday things. You see people doing their work. You find out somebody steals uh, some blue shit and some (laughs) yellow shit, I think it is, or green. Yeah, green. And, uh... It's pretty. I think this is a kind of a cool scene. They're like supposed to. They're developing like what, like weapon, like chemical weapons, chemical and weapons, stuff, and bio like you, agent. And whatever. you get that. I think this is kind of cool when like you realize at this point where this person is um, manipulating things through a uh, like robot arms, like you know, in a in a bio lab, and uh, they're done. They pack up and they leave, and they just throw a canister into like the closing door. 
And I think that's kind of a cool moment. We're like, oh shit, like this is going to fuck some stuff you up. You get like the little like wavy airlines above the broken yeah. canister to show that it's airborne or whatever. Yeah, and then like and then it really just hand feeds you going up into the Right into the rest of the facility. The, yeah, into the facility. I think the I think some of that stuff at the beginning is cool with the people yeah. trying to escape and the elevator, like chop, kind of chops that one woman's head off and all that kind of stuff. Well, they don't. That's a weird thing, though. They don't show it. They don't. Sh- okay, like, so they should have shown one. the head rolling around. They should have. No, but and they, I had that thought too when I was watching it. But they probably didn't because they already have that other woman getting her head cut off by the laser beams and the MPAA was probably like some bullshit. Like you can't have two decapitations. <laughs> That's going to get you an NC 17. But my problem with that scene is not that they don't show her decapitation. It's the fact that they don't show what happens to those people. Oh, in the elevator, in the elevator afterwards. Yeah. Well, I think we can assume they all got turned into zombies, right? Why didn't everyone in the fucking building get turned into a zombie? Yeah, I guess they're trapped in the elevator. Yeah. So they're not so going to be getting They're just a bunch of zombies oh, in the elevator. They, don't, they never opened the elevator or anything like that, though. I don't think so, no. That would have been a good reveal, no, well, by they, the way. They open up the shaft and like, oh, I guess we're taking the stairs. Is what they right, say. Right, right. But those are the people the who are fell down. from the yeah. elevator. Yeah, yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> He's just saying I this. think you're just supposed to just assume, hey, the elevators don't work. I think this movie is in need of a... Uh, Resident Evil uh, 1.2 us <laughs> rewrite the movie yeah I'd cut like half of the movie <laughs> half I'd cut half first of, of all <laughs> so anyway so like you were saying James so this uh, this this laboratory gets infiltrated and then a contaminant is thrown in and you see that this what we don't know is a robot uh, or a computer that's like in charge of like security. We we don't know really if it's a person or if it's a company. Because it says umbrella in the corner, but we we find out later a uh, a computer is actually like taking all the precautions to shut everything down. Yeah, the was it the Red Queen? Is that what they Red call? Red Queen. Yeah, her? and to to contain contain everyone. Right. So nothing. So the virus doesn't get out. Yeah. So you see, like, and I think this is kind of cool too, where. You see the uh, in the security video footage, like from the the Red Queen's point of view, you see like uh, there's a point where they she opens up. Well, she like stops the oxygen from coming in, and she like introduces something else to like neutralize all the people, yeah. and you see the like mor- mortality is like a hundred percent, and then you see like the ticker like go down. It's like they all like pass out and die, right. But now they're all zombies. Now they're well. We don't know they're all zombies yet, but yeah. And then there's that one fucked up scene where like the room starts filling with water. Yeah. And they realize like they're not going to be able to get out. Yeah. But then they have this like, significant point of the guy grabbing a pickaxe uh, over the the axe. some kind the of fire axe. axe it's yeah. the fire axe, and he like hits it, and one tiny one chip comes chip out. comes out, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, I think that intro stuff with them all trying to get out is pretty pretty well done uh you even get like a little bit of human moments from these people that you're not going to see again <laughs> you know they're gonna die well when he gets his coffee bumped in yeah yeah there's just, there's stuff. regular people yeah i think that part's pretty well done it's actually once it, you meet yeah. alice and then like all this stuff the major plot starts happening there's a weird like i don't know how to describe it there's like a weird clinical coldness to this movie you know what i'm talking about like yeah i do I don't really know how to get it across, but just something is very austere about it. Like, so I, I don't know. I would agree. I would say that everything that happens after the, um, the initial introductory part of all the people, when you meet Alice, it's kind of mysterious. She's like lying. Right, she's in this mansion. She doesn't know. Like she, yeah. remember, she forgets everything. It's the first time in the movie that she is like, perilously holding on to like. Some sort of covering. Uh, some Yeah, some sort of like not showing her naked body. <laughs> it's now and the end. Right, the end, it comes around again. Um, but it's kind of interesting. It's kind of like you kind of get the the, the feeling of, a, of like a, a, not a James Bond, but kind of a spy thriller that could have been. Like, who is she? What's going on? Her memory's all messed up. Like she's yeah. got... 
this not, gown yeah. and this these guns and stuff like that, and they completely like sanitize it. Yeah. I do feel like there's like a little, just a little hint of creepiness at the beginning, like when she's in the house and it's like empty and she doesn't know what's going on, who she is. Yeah. She goes outside and the leaves are blowing around and stuff. You're like, okay, there's actually like a little bit of a horror vibe. Whereas this, the rest of this series really loses like the horror and it's just like about blowing zombies away like crazy, right? Well, and I think it's, she takes way too long to remember. Like yeah. if she remembered what happened a lot sooner and actually had some like a better kill and fight scenes. Yeah. Cause it takes about halfway through till she it, starts realizing she can kick ass. Yeah. Her. And it's just kind of like, yeah. And then, and then the fight flashbacks se- where she's like making, arranging the deal yeah. to give the virus to this girl and stuff. And then the fight scenes are like, there's some okay ones, but they're, they're, it, they're pretty 2002, but it's, <laughs> It's just you, like you waited that long for that. Yeah. I think at the time people were pretty jazzed on some of this. Like the scene where she does the runs up the wall and spins around and kicks the dog. People, I think, thought that was really fucking awesome. I remember that. that. I remember when that yeah. came out. Like I remember her, it being like, oh man. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's, like, a, that's, like, that's like if you ask people what they remember from this movie, that would probably be one of the main things. Uh, well, so let's we'll get to the main thing. I think in a in, this is uh, so. <laughs> speaking of having earlier, we were talking about how I don't listen to the podcast, and I've started listening to the podcast a little bit. Um, we'll get to this is something I say <laughs> I've noticed a lot. Um, um, but at the mansion, oh, I sorry, I wanted to say one more thing about the jump kick thing. Oh, okay, she apparently trained for three months to for do that? just to do that. I dude, that's insane. I couldn't do that. Yeah, so me, run up a wall, jump off another wall. Give me six months, kick. But I don't know if it's worth it. <laughs> well, and, and the whole thing, like you said, that people were were actually pretty pleased with this. This came out in two thousand two. The Matrix came out in nineteen ninety nine. Yeah, and then in two thousand three, the second Matrix, Matrix Reloaded came out the next year after this yeah and well this is obviously shot for significantly less money than the i Matrix understand and the thing is she actually does look pretty fucking cool no she no does she that. does all her own stunts apparently yeah. except for like one at the very end of the and movie and she looks awesome when she does that yeah when she like runs up and she like jumps off both those corners yeah, no it's cool it i don't know if it's like this was worth three months of training cool no but, but it was guile in yeah yeah street in fighter. street fighter running up the wall cool yeah and you get that sweet new metal behind it with some like maybe a little bit of industrial kind I'm of. not going to jump I, I, <laughs> sorry I just said we shouldn't jump to, around things but like My Plague the new abuse mix by Slipknot at the end <laughs> is that what that is? yeah I looked it up I shazammed that fucker <laughs> I was like what is this oh, I need to know fuck. I need it in I need it in my brain right now you do eh? yeah it's oh that's some Punishing glorious yourself. shit so I have no idea what the fuck is happening at this point in the movie that when we're at the mansion. Uh, like, she's... Well, we find out that her and James Purfoy's character, they were two agents who work for the Umbrella Corporation who were, who were basically guarding the mansion because it's an entry point into the, under, into the hive. So it was there, it was there, they were supposed to pretend to be married, live in this mansion, and then keep anyone out who might come to try to break into I guess the hive. What is this team, the SEAL Team 6, that blows in? They also work for Umbrella, but it doesn't really, does it call, does it give them a name? No. And then why does, they say that, so she loses her memory, and so does James Purefoy. Yeah, because some nerve gas that was released But they don't really the say, house. they say it's the house's primary defense. Yeah. What's the primary defense of the house is to put in. Just gas everyone. <laughs> I, it, I guess when they said the house, it must mean the hive. No, yeah, like it's just the house. Hive. I think it's just the house oh, that it's does just that. the security system of the house. Of the house. Let's well, just gas way, everyone. Either way, it just it does it yeah. releases some kind of nerve gas, and one of the side effects of that is amnesia. Yeah. So like, this kind of goes to something that's going to happen a little bit later. But there's two or three parts in this movie where they just sit down for like a good five to ten minutes. And explain things. Yeah, there's a lot of expository dialogue. It's just like sitting down and being like, all right, <laughs> let's catch up. Right. Now, this is who you are. This is what's <laughs> happening. Yeah. Yeah. And it is not fun. It's not good. No. I mean, if I was Paul W.S. Anderson, I mean, I'd be proud that I made a movie. 
I mean, because I'll never, I'll never get to make a movie. So he's obviously better than me in some aspect. But I wouldn't be like, man, I can't wait to put my name at the end of this writer, director. Well, I I really like Event Horizon, which he also directed, but did not write. And this movie he did write, and uh, it's worse for it, I think. But I did learn that one of the original scripts for this movie was written by fucking George A. Romero, and they decided not to go with that. Probably, yeah, it's probably fine. It's probably a good idea. <laughs> probably pass on him. Cool, cool, cool. We don't, cool Romero, cool, cool. Nah, let's go no. with this uh, guy that directed Mortal Kombat. Hey, fuck this old man. <laughs> uh, you know, what's what's the what's the hot tip? Uh, Mortal Kombat? Yeah. yeah. They have that sweet song. Yeah. So, yeah, that's what we this is what we got. Yeah. So they're like, then they go through the train. Yeah. Yeah. They take the train down. I like all that kind of underground I like that the movie is all in this location that they're sort of trapped in. And, but it also, we get a clear idea of like the sort of geography of the place. And at this point, what do we have, James? We've got, uh, we've got Alice, um, we got pure Foy, and then and the, the whole cop, team, the cop. And how many team members are there? Uh, seven. Uh, well, okay. There's one who is the leader guy. There's rain, which is Michelle Rodriguez. There's Kaplan, who's like the nerdy tech guy. Then there's one other douchey bro guy. There's two douchey bro guys. Two douchey bro guys, that's right. I think that's it. Oh, and there's a woman. Oh, yeah, that's right. There's that other woman as well. They all... Well, oh, the thing is, yeah, she it's kind of hard to remember because like yeah. four of them die in like the... Well, we're, yeah. <laughs> very quickly. Once again, we're going to get to that <laughs> in a couple seconds. Uh, yeah, so they breach the hive. So they like they break in. They're like... Walking around and shit, right? Yeah. And this is like a oh, part... Oh, we forgot, sorry. We forgot about the the cop guy, or the guy who says he's a cop. Well, the cop, yeah. We don't know what Matt. he is. He's a cop. They, yeah. he, they find him in the mansion. All, with... we, all we know about him is that he's got a very thick neck. <laughs> he kind of, for some reason, reminded me of Logan from Veronica Mars. <laughs> I had I thought, I thought the same thing hmm. with a very thick neck. So he, that, his introduction is so strange. He just like suddenly shows up in the house... And then the SWAT team comes in. They're just like, who are you? And he's like, oh, I'm a cop, but like, I'm new, so I'm not on the list or anything. Yeah, <laughs> so I, won't then they be, just take... I won't be in the system yet. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, yeah, these guys are why, ineffective so also. Why would they just take him? Why wouldn't they just... Because like... they were going to... One person wanted to kill... I think Michelle Rodriguez wanted to kill him. Well, yeah, but is right there... Because, there, no... you know, she's always when chomping, are we gonna at, talk chomping about... at the bit. Yeah, when are we going <laughs> to talk about Michelle Rodriguez? <laughs> we will. <laughs> um... But the captain guy, one, he seems like he's like a sensible man. So he's like, no, we'll just take him with us till we find out like who he is or whatever. I suppose they have no idea what they're going into. But why can, would you take him in there? Because they, they can't leave him there. I they guess? think that he, but he, he we'll might just be tie a, him up. Yeah. But he might be a part of the problem, I guess. I don't know. They don't know who he is. Okay, Maybe but he's there's no like involved with what's ever gone wrong. But there's no like supporting team that's on the that'll stay it. No, no, because once they're in there, it's like they say later on, like, oh, no one else is coming or some shit like that. And it's just set, it's sealing us in. And then, like, then we're going to die in here, too, if we don't. Did get they say certain... nobody else is coming? Yes. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Because yeah. uh, there's a part about halfway, three quarters of the way through the movie where they're like, oh, well, we'll just get to your exit team or something like that. And they're like, no one else is coming. And then somebody's like, what do you mean? What is this like? Because there, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a secret. Well, no, because it's a, it's a, if you don't make it, you're dead situation. Like nobody's coming to help you. There's no extraction team. You just have to get this done by this amount of time and well, get out, I, or I, I you're also just going to be sealed away. I understand that there's no extraction team, but there's people. Yeah, I mean, it's not, not, it's not true. People do come. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, let's just say we think that it's maybe um, this is a horrible secretive corporation which doesn't tell anybody anything. Yeah, who does all kinds of weird shit or whatever. But yeah. yeah. Um, you want to talk about Michelle Rodriguez? Right now? Okay, she well, does, let's, let's get to the laser. She fucking sucks. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe am I, am, am I skewed by this? I think she's terrible. I think... I think she serves a purpose in Fast and Furious. Yeah, I don't. Movies. I don't think she's terrible. I think she. I don't think she has any range. I think she's good at being an angry 
person in these movies. She always does this thing with her eyes. Glowering, kind of. Yeah, so I have this, like, I was, like, watching it, and then near the end, I'm like, I have a note that says, playing a zombie is the perfect role for Michelle Rodriguez. (laughs) Because she's, like, she has nothing beyond just doing one thing. And I, I, I'm clean. I'm going to be honest. I don't know if I'm being sexist by saying this because I don't know if it was a, a male character, her like coldness and her like everything else would be like cool. I don't know if I read her as cold. I read her more as like, I don't know. She's just always really angry. <laughs> yeah. But it, but that's why she perfectly fits the typecast of yeah. the angry I mean, she, you got to, you got to, first of all, she's one woman of the more, in the team. She's got to be one of the more successful, like action actresses out there. Oh, very much so. And like, and that's the thing is like, I, I don't know. Like I, and <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I just don't like her or if I'm just like, oh, it's just not a, if it, if a guy did that exact same thing. Right. Which I'm sure you could find, you could probably think of some who do a similar thing, but. Well, she's the only other person on the poster. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't, I've never liked her. Yeah, but like, it's like I'm not a fan of anybody uh, of the male characters in this movie either, <laughs> except for James Pole. Purefoy. Purefoy. I love him in everything he does. He's, I think he's great. He's pretty great. Yeah, uh, Mark. He's Mark Anthony, right? In Rome, HBO's Rome. Uh, he's also in uh, First Night. Is oh that, yeah, <laughs> is that with the one? Is that the one with Heath Ledger? No, first night is the Sean Connery. Oh, what's Richard the Heath Ledger one? one? Um, a Knight's Tale. Knight's Tale. He's in a Knight's Tale. Is that but what it is? More, more recently, he's in uh, one of my favorite shows that just got canceled. Happen Leonard. Oh right, yeah, yeah. I uh, love that show, and he's yeah, he's fantastic. So yeah, he needs to be in more things. Agreed. But Mila Jovovich can. I mean, she's pretty, I guess, but. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, she doesn't... She's better in uh, I mean, I'm Fifth glad that Element. she does her own stunts, because then that means she's actually bringing something to this role. But, like, you know, she's she's one of those people who... Yeah, she fits... She did really good in Fifth Element. Yeah. But it was a small, very specific kind of part she had to play. And I haven't seen her do much of anything, like... What's the word? Impressive acting-wise. She plays the... Uh, I mean, she mostly just makes these movies, right? These Resident Evil movies. Yeah, good for her. Six her and Kate no, Beckinsale. No, yeah. Oh yeah, right. Back in sales, got the underworld. She's got the well. And here's well, why don't the they do a crossover? Well, re- they well, should do. A crossover. We got <laughs> that makes sense. Jovovich, like six of each of those things. Jovovich is married to Anderson. Yeah, and Beckinsale was married oh, to. She was married that to the guy. weirdo that makes all those Lenman movies. Lenman or Wiseman. Wiseman. Yeah. 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 It's <laughs> a whole other thing. We could have done one of those movies, I guess, for this. But it's not a horror movie. Sure, I guess this is vampires more of a and horror. werewolves. This is more of a horror movie. I think we're I really barely into the this fucking. Movie. No, yeah, but there's not much to talk about really. We'll I want to talk the about laser. This. Let's get to the, Let's laser. Get to the lasers. But before we go to the lasers, I want to <laughs> oh talk about God. this. So they're walking through the what I call breaching the hive, and they just walk through. So there's 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 a room full of water with a couple holes, and water is slowly pouring out of it. Yeah. And they just walk through the water. Yeah. And it bugs me. It well, what are they me. supposed to do? They could have walked like around, around it. it. They have no... How can like you the go guys around with the guns, it? They just kind of like walk they have, through it. They, know, they, don't, they don't just walk through it like as in like they try to avoid as much as they can. They walk through it and let it cover their entire body. <laughs> it's a laboratory full of fucking... Infected No shit. one knows what's in there. They What they do know is that the Emperor Company works with some fucked up shit. Because they explain that later. And they're just like... Yeah, I'm going to take this right in the fucking face. <laughs> well, it's not like they had their mouths open like it was a water fountain No, or no, no, but don't... Uh, but this, they didn't try like, to cover slurp, them either. Slurping it up <laughs> no. as it goes by. To me... Don't I try mean, to justify this one because it doesn't make any hold sense. Hold on, hold on, bro. I'm thirsty. Yeah. It's like, it's, well, like a water it's fountain. This, it's this like fucking like, shit brown water. <laughs> yeah. And they're just like, yeah, I'm going to walk through this fucker. I it's know, but that, are, that's like a whole other movie where you could... You could play it up like they're trying really hard not to touch the water, no, and it's well, kind of like a comic like, relief, you know? Like, no, but they should. Yeah. I, what I'm saying is, is that it's like it, it. And then one guy falls, and he just gets it in the mouth what, constantly. But, <laughs> it didn't. You weren't like, this is dumb. 
These are these no, no, no. Tra- I, no I, the I rest thought, of the movie was dumb. It, the thought definitely went through my mind. I was like, what? Why? Why? Why would you do that? Like, why? And it, w- what I'm saying is that like it's these little things that yeah. add up that that create what a bad movie this is. Yeah, I understand. Whereas like they they don't think about anything. They don't consider the surroundings. They don't consider the environment that they're actually in. Right. Like that's what what's what's great about like look at Predator. Right. You're watching Predator. They see the blood. They see like the neon. They touch it. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not like licking it and like, but they're like they're like they notice their surroundings. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this movie's very much. Um, we have a task and that's all we're going to do until we get there. Yeah. So how can, and to me, it's like, how can you respect these people and like, think like they're good at their job when they're just like, look at that toxic water. First one through is a rotten, last one through is a rotten egg. And they just like walk through. (laughs) Yeah, I totally get it. Anyway, we get, we're after this, we're like lasers. We're right into the hallway. The laser so they want to they want to yeah. they want to get down this hallway and set off an EMP because they want to shut down the red, red queen the red queen because she's shut down everything in the building so they want to take her out so that I don't know what she'll stop trying to I don't I don't understand Save what the them. purpose is there it doesn't matter <laughs> they end up in this hallway the SWAT team's going in with the EMP is this is the best kill in the whole movie yes for sure. It's the most memorable part of this movie. I So I thought this scene happened near the end of the movie. Oh, yeah. When I, like, I haven't seen this since 2002. Yeah. And I was like, oh, yeah, that scene happens near the end. No, they just straight up fucking kill. Like half the SWAT. Half the SWAT team. <laughs> yeah. Including the captain guy. Yeah. Who seems like he's going to be, up to that point, seems like he's going to be part of this movie. <laughs> he's going to matter. He's going to be a character that... He has something like, to do. He and, looks like the Candyman. Uh, Tony Todd, a little bit. But yeah, so, so Red Queen ha- starts sending these lasers down the hall. First, we get a woman get her head cut off. Well, we get a woman get her head cut off, and a dude gets like half his hand cut off. Yeah, half yeah. his fingers. And, and we get that cool, you know, she's. That was not she's, too bad graphics. It was not bad. She's standing there, and all of a sudden, you see the slit appear on her net, neck. Because it's like a laser, so it's like really sharp and then her head just kind of but you know the thing off. is i remember it being way more graphic yeah oh yeah way more yeah and it really isn't you no. get the head but then once you get the next guy gets like cut in half at the waist and he doesn't even uh we don't really even actually see him we see him kind of slide off and fall but we don't it's not like we see his guts or something it's because nowadays you know we watch movies like uh mandy <laughs> Man, yeah you know and yeah, it's like well i feel like yeah, the old days things are violent and nowadays we, yeah, get, I was gonna we say, get violence but in the middle there like, we had some pretty sanitized it was shit very like Thir- g was it yeah 15 15 years before this we also watched robocop right yeah so yeah. but and then and then you get the the last guy the captain he's like avoiding the lasers he's jumping around he's, he's holding on to the cool. roof yeah, yeah you think like, like oh he's uh, figuring yeah. it out and then they got the laser you just send like this grid of like all these tiny squares that slice him apart so why don't they just send the grid to begin with because I, I don't think no. they want to it's a no it, it's, adju- play this game. it's adjusting to so what's I, happening i thought about this and i'm wondering if it's because they didn't want to the computer didn't want to cut up what was in the bag maybe but i think really it's just because so it didn't the audience has that moment I of like, think so. oh, he's going to get away. But then, oh, oh, no. It's oh, like a whole bunch of I agree. I don't think that they thought about it that much. I'm trying to give them a little bit, <laughs> I think. Because yeah. I think that like, because I was like, well, how come the EMP yeah. Yeah. Uh, didn't get destroyed? Get destroyed? I, I guess it was below the lasers? No, I, th- I think they It might, was after. They, yeah, I think they, they ed- I don't know if they properly edited it or not. They, I didn't rewind it to find out, but they show afterwards that it's bef- it's in front of him. Yeah. So I think it's so that uh, it came through and then it switched into the grid after the EMP. Right. And then it cut him. And he. So I remember that that scene being more like they all slid apart. Yeah, that's because your brain fills that in, right? When you watch it, my brain made this movie like, better. Yeah, <laughs> that happens sometimes. You mm-hmm. kind of fill in details in your mind, and then then you go back to a movie you didn't watch for 10, 12, whatever, what, 16 years? 
Yeah. And then, oh, this isn't actually <laughs> what happens in the movie. Right. Um, I still think that sequence is pretty cool. So let's get to the first time we see an actual zombie. We see one for a second, a brief minute after they pass the disgusting the water. water. Tanks, yeah. But um, you pretty much get the first zombie kill pretty shortly after the hallway. Yeah, they go. Michelle Rodriguez gets bit by this woman she's trying to help in a lab coat. She's like, oh, she's crazy. And the other guy comes and shoots her a bunch of times, but she doesn't go down. Then Michelle Rodriguez blows her away. But then everything. Oh, yeah. We get the uh, what is the there's a line there. Bitch isn't standing now. Yeah, because the guy's like, I shot that bitch. I shot five that times. bitch five times. And he's like, she's like, bitch isn't standing now. Michelle Rodriguez is queen of horrible lines in this movie, <laughs> by the way. That's true. <laughs> she gets to deliver the cheesy, shitty action lines. Um, and so and I we also get the reveal at this point in the movie where um, this gigantic whore beast, <laughs> like hell beast, like comes out and like comes out of a containment. Thing. And I was like watching. I was like, was that the mother come become real? Like, I didn't know at that point, like what had happened because mother was shut down. They put the EMP off and I was like, OK, this is oh, like Red the Queen, you mean? Red Queen. Sorry. Yeah. And this is like the, the manifestation of like her actual being. Yeah, no. that's what I thought. <laughs> yeah, no, oh, her manifestation was just that. That's that what she thought, girl. Yeah, because I think there's a part where um, Mila Jovovich is like looking in at the. And I thought she was looking at the computer, like it was partially alive. Oh, I got confused. Well, she looks into those she looks in the crates. window and she sees some pulsating some things. Pulsating yeah, and things. For, in my head, for I was like, oh, like the computer is like sim, whatever right. the word is, where it's like part human part computer so i I thought like oh this is the manifestation of the computer but umbrella did like genetic mutation and this is just one of their i'm not i'm not fucking thick into the lore like you are (laughs) what no but they talk about that i know they do eventually what i don't understand is they talk about so those creatures i guess there's only one got out because there was multiple crates there but but one got out and that was supposed to be an earlier experiment but it they was too all, unstable, so they but, didn't let it out. Or but they also explain how, like, as soon as it bites somebody, it'll mutate and get stronger. It takes on their it, yeah, it adapts, DNA. and then the person who gets bit also is going to turn into one of those things. I think that's fucked up. <laughs> it also looks terrible. It's the worst it does CG look thing in the movie. Yeah, we're gonna uh, jump. Wait, when did this come out in comparison to like the Lord of the Rings movies? I think that's around the same time, isn't it? I have no idea. Because the effects in those, you know, the, were pretty seamless at the time. This movie cost like $30 million to make. <laughs> yeah. 2001, so like, Lord of the Rings. Before so this, yeah. You guys are comparing like a $32,000 movie. I know. It's just like at this time when, when CG was I'm pretty sure that's still the... often fairly bad. It was just so jarring to watch something like Lord of the Rings before this movie where it was really well done. But, and then you watch something like this and you're like, well, how am I supposed to take this seriously when I've already seen this other thing? Like, I don't remember anybody complaining about this movie though when it came out. I remember, I remember there was a lot of shit where liking I was like, it. Do you remember the second mommy movie where the rock appears as a CGI? Yeah, scorpion okay, but the second, the second mummy. <laughs> so the second mummy movie is worse than anything in this movie. <laughs> you think so? Oh yeah. I haven't seen that. I haven't seen I the, saw the second the theater. I'm, I'm just talking about the trailer I saw. So next we're going to do <laughs> scorpion King. So do you guys oh. say, so Oof. pretty much like the the movie plays out like we think it's gonna, but do you guys have any, like she slowly regains her memory. We found out that James Purefoy, he's the baddie, is the baddie, which she, I was like, so she betrayed. She did decide, <laughs> so betrayed. <laughs> she had to, she, we find out was actually trying to like work to help take Umbrella Corporation down by releasing the virus that she was, they were going to find out like all this shit about how, what Umbrella Corporation is doing, creating these you know, chemical war agents and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But so did you guys have any like real moments that stuck out to you that like you thought were good or bad? The only, like, I like the scene with the dogs, the effect, the effect with the dogs. Like that's pretty cool. Yeah. I thought that was, well, they didn't just do that though. Cause like there's the one part where the dog actually has like a complete throat missing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I thought, I thought that the the dog, actually the dogs actually held up. The dogs were better because they I, weren't all all CG. Yeah, they they held up way better than I thought they did would have. Yeah, and uh, and then I would say 
the scene where they're in um, all the maintenance tunnels and all the zombies, the very much a zombie feel movie where yeah, they're the, kind of on the top. one guy gets pulled into the, the yeah. Oh yeah they're climbing up the yeah. pipes so and, like the tunnel of terror when like they're all yeah, like yeah. in the thing and they climb up on the, the top of the pipes it's all fine i mean it's all stuff you've seen done better already but in other zombie movies everything else i just feel is kind of meh it's just very bland to me like to me i don't think this is a terrible movie as a video game movie i think it's actually one of the better video game movies that exists which is not to say that it's a good movie yeah, it's just I guess compared to what you other think of video all the other games, video game movies, they're f- always fucking terrible. Yeah, so I, I want to. Well, we can talk about that. Uh, Street Fighter is awesome. Um, <laughs> well, okay, so for example, I watched Assassin's Creed earlier this year. The movie with I Michael for- Fassbender. Forgot it was a movie. It is torturously bad, like horrendously bad. Yeah, so, so is the to, so, so the, is the com- game. In comparison, so's so's the game. <laughs> That's sucks. a whole other conversation. The game fucking sucks. John's um, hot take. Yeah. Not a hot take. That game sucks. <laughs> I mean, somebody's buying them. They keep pumping them out. Yeah, uh, fine. People still buy Nickelback albums. <laughs> Fuck them. Do they? Yeah, they do. <laughs> In any case, my point is, for a video game movie, it's kind of decent. It's not good. It's something that I think is fairly watchable. I don't think it's like a total pile of shit. It's just. Very mediocre to me. Just like a very middle of the road kind of nothing movie. Yeah, I'm reading over my notes of like things to talk about for for the rest of the movie. And there's really, there is nothing. I mean, there's a couple scenes where Mila Jovovich does some cool shit where she, like we talked about, like she runs up the wall. She has to fight in that red, weird she, red dress. The whole yeah, thing. she's got the axe attack. But the fact that you, I don't know which one you said that she had to train for that. Yeah, the jump kick thing. For three weeks? Months. Three months. Okay. That that takes away from them. Okay. <laughs> That's how on, I feel. Hold on a second. <laughs> I'm going to give her the benefit of the doubt here because at 20 whatever, I don't think I could have done that. I'm no, sorry. No I'm way. sorry. Tom Cruise... Tom trained. Cruise is a freak. Yeah, I know, but he he trained and she all the stuff. All, that, she does do all her own stunts. And okay, all the so, stuff he but did. Here's, but here's the thing about Tom he's Cruise. He's like fifty some. Okay, so here's the thing about Tom Cruise though, training for his movies now. He also has thirty years of training for other movies in front of him, like behind him. Yeah, and I feel like with the Mission Impossible thing, they're definitely they're always trying to up the ante of like what can we yeah do and how can we make this real without doing a bunch of and you have to think about athletes. Think about athletes like uh-huh. now compared to like 20 years ago, right? Like they're completely different. If you listen to like what hockey players go through now compared to what they go through then, it's like their diets, like their training, everything's totally different. So like Mila just came in there. She was like, <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't, I, I can't, I don't think I can shun her for that. No. None you, of us. You guys are taking this way too off. seriously. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I don't know. Realize that you just had it out for her. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking Jovovich hater. Yeah. Oh, sorry. I was like one thing, and now all of a sudden <laughs> I have it over where you hate uh, uh, what's ha- her name? <laughs> Michelle Rodriguez? Yeah. A couple of women Michelle haters Rodriguez I'm on a podcast sucks. with her. Uh, you agree with me with Michelle Rodriguez, by the way. I, th- I said she doesn't have any range. She That's does. all I, I said. I mean, if you can point me to a movie audience where Michelle Rodriguez has some range, I've never I seen. I've never one, seen Girl Fight, which was her first. I was gonna say there's one movie that she won awards for. Yeah, but that was because no one else had seen. Like that was the first time she got to play an angry person. So people like, oh, she's so angry and authentic. <laughs> okay, this is bad. <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. How about three guys just sit here and talk about how female actresses are garbage? <laughs> well, we can when talk they, about. Let's talk about Matt. I mean, that guy sucks. Is that the cop? Yeah. <laughs> that guy's the fucking worst. He's the worst part Who of this movie. Who even is he? I don't know. He's the worst part of this movie, though. Like, I will take... Eric Mabius? Michelle, I'll take Michelle Rodriguez any day over him. Oh, yeah. He is garbage. Without a doubt. He's a big, thick, dumb neck. <laughs> he's just kind of weird looking with his, like, spiky hair and, like... Yeah. Was he ever in anything else? Tell me, James. I mean, probably he was in a million things. So I just... James Purefoy is fucking... Um, he's a saint. He's, he's awesome. a saint. I don't know if he's a saint. <laughs> he's he's my favorite part of the movie because I just... I, I like him. Um, well, I mean, it would be more fun if he was... knew that he was a bad guy for the whole movie and, like... 
yeah was a little more delicious about it because I would love we to, don't find out he's a bad guy what, till like the end of the movie it would the, be fun to sit down and like do what we did on uh the retro craptacular and just like rewrite this movie <laughs> yeah there's definitely a lot of rewrites i think there's a good movie somewhere in here yeah i mean the bones are there and i like i said i don't think it's terrible i just think it's not particularly good either I mean, we've definitely watched worse shit. Oh, fuck, yeah. Well, let's rate the thing. Well, overall, for me, giving this thing a uh, four. Fours across the board. Across the board. I ended up giving it five. Ugh. Right in the middle. Ugh. Right in the middle. Ugh. I give it a, a three, and then my overall ends up being 3.6. And that gives us what? 4.2? 4.2. Which puts it where? It puts it right in between Half Past Dead and Miami Connection. That <laughs> seems fair. Half Past Dead's ahead of Miami Connection? Yeah. Half Past, Half Past Dead has some pretty sweet scenes. It does. We, and are you good sure lines. that's how we voted with that? What do you mean? You want to re-vote Half Past Dead? No, I don't want to re-vote. I think that we voted Miami Connection to go ahead of Half Past Dead. Well, one has a 4.3 and one has a 4.1. Yeah. So oh, I don't okay. see how we did Never that. Never mind. I thought, I thought they were tied. So between the two? Between the two, yeah. So that's our new... 40... 45? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's down there. Wait, so we're saying it's better than Miami Connection? Because I'd rather watch Miami Connection any fucking day of the week than Resident Evil. So here's the thing, though. Once again, looking at our own system that we created, Dustin. (laughs) Yes. We would technically rather watch Miami Connection, but this is a better made film. Yeah. No one said this was perfect. This is our (laughs) stupid... You didn't? I thought James was like, this is... Perfection. I've never seen a better. This film. is our dumb, stupid. What the rating system? System. Well, we we got to live with this it. This is the, this is our this is our like every man by our own petard. It's our every man's rating system. We don't have to live by this. Yes, we do. You got some suggestions? It's in place. Well, this is how we've done everything up till now. We, we need somebody to gun for number one. We need a new number one. I tried. Take down Mad Max. I tried with John Wick. Yeah, we'll get there. Uh, they tied John Wick. Sorry, they tied. I know, but I tried to make it number one, and it wasn't good enough. Didn't, didn't quite make the cut. Didn't pass you guys. Um, let's. This is Mad Max, isn't it? Oh, what? I said nothing. Let's talk about what we're watching next for our final. So our final Halloween Oktoberfest movie would be Dustin. What are you going to pick? We're going to do Army of Darkness. Fuck yes. Army of Darkness. Nice. <laughs> nice pick. And that'll close it out for October. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. If you made it this far, I hope you did. Um, please tell a friend. The best way to get m- us more followers is to tell somebody about it, to get us uh, to listen to it, get them to listen to it on iTunes. Please rate us. Doesn't even have to be good. Just give us a rating. Tell us how much. Give us a five star rating and tell us how we how much we suck in the comments. Um, like us on Facebook, on Instagram, on all that other shit, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>